welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Jessica Lardizabal. She is a school nurse, artist, and model here in Chicago. A superwoman of sorts, if you will. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and enjoy this fantastic conversation with Jessica Lardizabal. So today we're sitting down with uh, Jessica Lordizabal. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm super excited. <laughs> so tell us what you do in one to two sentences. What I do in one to two sentences? Oh, that's so difficult. Well, um... Wow, I did... That's so difficult. Well, um, I'm a model here in Chicago, but also um, a full-time school nurse, a part-time nursing home nurse, I guess you could say, um, artist by night, I would also like to add, and extreme movie file. <laughs> <laughs> so we met because I stalked you at all these shows and took all these pictures of you, and like, we should be friends. <laughs> No, I uh, attend a lot of fashion events. We happen to be walking a lot of them. So how did you get into modeling? What was kind of the background on that? Well, I got into modeling. um, I was always interested in in it as a child. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I remember when I lived in the Philippines, I went to a multiple intelligence international school. Cool. And I had, like, yeah, um, a good friend of mine and I became obsessed with America's Next Top Model. Mm -hmm. So um, we kind of recreated like a lot of their photo shoots and makeup and things like that. And my sister and I do a lot of like home style photo shoots too. Super cool. Yes, exactly. So um, after college, I kind of decided to find myself, you know, a little bit, go step out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And which is when I kind of stumbled upon modeling. Yeah. It's super fun. I mean, I people always ask me if I model. I always tell them like I'm a hand model. <laughs> people tell me all the time I'm a really good face for radio. That's why I started this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should try modeling though, in real, for real. Like, it, it seems super fun. Like I've been to, like plenty of events yes. where I go there to, like support or whatever and like help out. I, I mean, really definitely enjoy the back stage kind of stuff, like anything else set up. Yes. As we were talking about before, we started recording how there was tryouts yesterday, right? Right. And I was thinking about like. I don't want to sit in the back room waiting for two hours to walk for 10 seconds, yeah. not be able to say hi to my friends, try to I will. <laughs> What's it like though? Like, so walk us through kind of, let's say there was an event this Saturday. Mm-hmm. What would you have to go through to get all set up for an event as a model? As a model? Okay, well, I usually wake up really early those days, maybe around 7, and then um, uh, to kind of relax my mind as well as my body, I would do cardio the previous night, but then I would take a shower and then do yoga to kind of ease the nerves, and then just eat a really light breakfast. And I get there maybe about 30 minutes early. Okay. Usually, like... Before the show starts? Yeah, usually the show starts at 6, and 
then you want to get like, um, if they, you still have to try on some clothes and things like that, you get there really early, sometimes like at 11, mm -hmm. so like seven hours earlier. And then um, you get there and there's a lot of waiting involved. Yeah. Yeah, so you were very aware of that. Um, and we just kind of introduce ourselves to like our fellow models, get acquainted with our photographers and makeup artists and like what things you're gonna be wearing. Also kind of be aware of like how the show's gonna be, you know, plotted out when you're gonna walk. Mm -hmm. So do you have a lot of prep work going into it? Like does someone just call you up and say, hey, would you like to walk? Do you have to work with the designers at all? Or how does that kind of play out? Sometimes people, um, okay, sometimes there are looks that are being, that certain designers target, you know, and they want their line to include. So they'll sometimes personally reach out to you. Okay. But sometimes when they lack models or models do drop, drop out, they ask you when you're there if they feel like you would fit their um, their items, clothes, then they'll just reach out to you. So I've heard at a few shows that I've worked at that sometimes the models don't like what they're having to wear. Oh, yeah. How does that play out? I mean, my understanding is you signed up to wear something, and that's your job. Okay. And you just do it because that's your job. How, how is it, what's perspective from a model? Okay, so there are two ways like, I could answer that. Like, for example, the first, um, firstly, that is your job. No matter what you wear, you have to basically represent their brand. And it's actually an honor to be walking. That's what I'm imagining, yeah. Lying, yes. Um, so, ma like, majority of the time, like, Tony, for example, who's in charge of Fashion Bar, says if you don't want to wear something, you have to tell the designer, because it's also going to show on your face. Um, but the second part is, for example, uh, one time they had a last-minute show, and it was, like, resort wear, and they just needed... Any, like they just kind of told us, you know, this is going to be what, and I wasn't comfortable because it was um, a little more, it was less conservative than what I'm used to. Cool. So when you're not comfortable, you can tell them, like, hey, that's not really what I signed up for. Or I was aware of what we were going to do. So they'll be very respectful about it. Yeah. And they're always really nice if you want to change something. Like one time, I didn't really want to show so much leg in this one outfit. Um, and they allowed me to like run down and buy some tights. They just want us to be comfortable when we walk through. So there's a lot of stuff that is worn in fashion shows, actually stuff that goes to production, or is it more stuff just for the show itself? Okay, so some of them are like student showcases majority of the time to show their style right. and what they're kind of, um, what they're trying to let out as a designer. But um, some do, go, a lot of them go out for a sale and they're get, they, they get bidded on, like Just Unique, I know sells a lot of their items. And um, yeah, so this is kind of a way for them to showcase what they have. So you were talking earlier about kind of the personality and showing on your face. Yes. How do you prep or how do you keep a good personality while walking, right? So I've heard models need to like show excitement and personality, but you're sitting there with a stone face and you're just walking, you walk down, walk back. Right. How do you actually kind of show that you're excited to be a part of it and wear it, opposed to not? Like I've definitely seen people that you could tell weren't interested in wearing what they were wearing, right? Yes. Like 
is cruise up, cruise through, don't look at anyone, don't stop. Yeah. But that's like the extreme bad way. Yes. What's the extreme good? Like how do you... How do you do it? Okay, so actually, um, I feel that when you watch a runway or like whatnot, everybody thinks it's probably a little bit more simplistic because it's like just looking good, fierce and whatnot, yeah. right? But um, it's very carefully orchestrated, I would feel, because you have to take into account the designer's vi like vision okay. as well as what their line is trying to exude. So, for example, um, and you have to also take into account timing because there's only a certain amount of time. So, usually you'll get the, the music and then the, the designer will either be very specific, mm -hmm. like for Mr. and Mrs. Diggs, they did um, fashion through the decades. So, she wanted us to walk according to the decades. That was super fun, yeah. Yes, that was super fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other times they're like, oh, we want you to be fierce and things like that. And you have to kind of take a look at what you're wearing, um, the lines of it, and mm -hmm. also be aware of the stops usually they tell us when we are going to stop so that's kind of helpful but at the end like are there certain parts of the outfit that they that they want to be showcased and that's kind of where that gets a spotlight in terms of personality and showing it off i think it's more of like there's an adrenaline in, in the energy i feel when you walk right. and that should kind of what do you call it radiate off of you without even have to, having to make a face, because you shouldn't be, unless they tell you to smile, yeah. <laughs> which is very rare. But yeah, that's how you kind of do it. Super cool. So when you're actually at a show, mm -hmm. how do you feel, how do you determine if it was successful or not for you as a model? For me as a model? Well, um, I would determine success if, um, usually the designers would, um, would come up and thank you for representing them. And also, um, usually after shows, people do approach and tell me, yeah, you know, that was a job well done. So that makes me happy that I was able to represent, um, what do you call it, designers' brands in that way. Because I feel like if I did a good job, that means they were also paying attention to what I was wearing. And, you know, it's a good way to promote. So. And so are a lot of your modeling gigs coming from designers specifically, or how do you kind of usually find the gigs you do? Okay, so... My very first one was really fun because I just kind of Googled it and looked at model casting. Um, but sometimes Instagram is a platform I realize that like designers reach out to me and tell me like, yeah, did we, did, are you free during this event, this time? I want you to model for me, so I would, if, depending on free, yeah. How do you determine like someone's good or not? I've, I've attended an event that was poorly run and like models were upset about it, right? Oh. So like, let's say I reached out to you and said, I'm putting together an event. Right. Why would you trust me with my 17 followers on Instagram oh. <laughs> <laughs> to, to come to the event that I'm gonna put together, right? Cause like, kind of what you're referencing is like, your, you know, careers on the line for walking in a show like that. Yes, yeah. definitely. Um, okay, well, you have to kind of do some stalking yourself. Like, how legitimate is um, the person who's asking you? Mm -hmm. And, like, the background. Also, maybe take a look at their social network, you know? Um, majority of the time, though, I know it's legitimate because everybody's very professional in terms of communicating and, like, where and, like, what the expectations are. Right. Yeah, and um, what they also um, expect you to do because sometimes they want you to sell tickets in order to do that or, like, come to fittings. So, yeah, you just have to make sure they're in conjunction with yourself and also make sure that it's a safe person who's asking, which is always difficult to discern, but also reaching out to certain fellow models. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they, they know the designer and 
are they'll give me like the go. So you reference having to sell tickets. Is that kind of a customary thing for models to sell tickets to shows? Not to participate? always. Okay. It's more of like um, to promote certain shows. Yes, mm -hmm. that's why we would sell them. But no, not majority of the time. When majority of the time, it's like a very rare thing. Okay, because one of my friends who's a designer, you know her from the Chicago Asian yes. show. Um, she was mentioning to me that she was asked to be in a show here in town, yeah. but then she had to sell 20 tickets. Mm. And then she's like, hey, can you help me with this? I'm like, I can, but like, I really don't want to. Like, I would go, I'm gonna support you, I'll bring, I actually brought four people. She ended up not putting yourself up, but I'm like, it's, it just seems like a lot to ask of someone every time you have a show. Right. Hey, 30 people I know, please buy a ticket to this. I, I have to. That's why you have to kind of think about like whether or not what they're asking for is realistic. Yeah. Like um, the one, for, the last uh, designer who asked me said like it would be like around ten tickets, and sometimes you know it's it's hard to find people to to, fit, to fill those tickets. So sometimes you have to kind of turn those jobs down because you know you won't be able to. But yeah. Is, uh, so do you usually get paid, or is this volunteer for a lot of the modeling gigs you do? So. Um, a lot of them I do get paid for. Some I do for fun and like just creative expression or, um, you know, for portfolio's sake. Right. For practice and also getting in touch with certain photographers and um, artists. So it's just kind of fun work to do either way. Do you have like a long-term goal with modeling or is it just something that you're passionate about? Well, long-term-wise, it'd be wonderful because I do, right now, it's more of a lot of freelance things. Right. It would be nice to be signed with an agency and oh. like go on an international scope in terms of modeling. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of taking it slow and seeing where this year takes me. Yeah. It's like super interesting for me to like meet people like yourself where on stage people have a certain persona. Persona. And then, and then our reaction is like significantly different. Like, well, the, what's your running joke that people don't think you smile, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of people like, um, I guess on runway and things like that are a little bit surprised and a lot of my friends were a, a lot surprised because they're like it's like two different people my my friend who came to one of my first shows is like this is like you should name her a character or something um it's because when i'm like modeling i feel like i'm kind of it's more like an out-of-body experience um and you kind of feel like a superhero version of yourself but in reality majority of the time i'm really shy i'm kind of nerdy you know i'm very easily amused so it's very different from who i am when I'm on the Which is like interesting, like that, it kind of like allows you to escape your day to day, right? Basically, an escape from the mundane, you know? <laughs> people like, so I've managed it before, like at work. Yes. And like most of them have been people I've known before as friends. Like, your work personality is way different than like your normal. I'm like, yeah, because you're not doing your job, so I need to like ensure that you yeah. do your job. Like, this is not personal, like, this is work related. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like a stone face, like, dude, you got stuff to do. Like, people are paying us to do this job. So it's very different. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no ambitions to ever open your own agency ever. Well, um, I thought about it honestly. Um, opening agencies and kind of, I thought about doing more something along the lines of like um, Victoria, how she, you know, how she opened an Asian Chicago Fashion Week. That was very, yeah. that was very inspiring. I kind of wanted to do something um, like that, but like with children and kind of highlighting. There's a lot of walks. Like I know in uh, New York or Milwaukee, there they had, um, forget what it's called. They have a walk solely for like bullying and things like that. Interesting. Yes. Oh my 
Well, we, we walked at the, um, you walked at the, uh, human trafficking. Yes, I did. That was a very fun, um, event because you were actually walking for a cause, yeah. you know? So, um, it'd be nice to use, like, um, fashion as a platform to raise awareness and also, like, help the younger youth, you know, the youth that's kind of about the younger youth, <laughs> build more confidence, um, with themselves. Were you there for the Chicago Fashion Bar, one where the kids walked? Yes, I it was. It was, like, unbelievable. Like, I felt, I thought walking into that show that I was working, kids wouldn't want to be there. They are forced to be there. And then over half of them were like, this is my thing. They took it super seriously. Yes. They were, like, choosing poses. They knew where to stop. I how know. do they were doing. And when they came out, they were super, like, in control of everything. Yeah. And then the, the twins uh, were there. I think one of them won one of the awards. Oh. Um, he came out there. He was, like, super, like, yeah, this, Thanks to my mom and everything. I had really great times here, and I'm glad I can help out. Like, you know, like, it was like so shocking, like how how professional genuine, they yeah. are. Yes, I was because like, I think it's nice when you see like um, uh, people in general who want, who already know what they want, really young. So it's very comforting. It's like way different than my other friends' kids who like mouth off like nobody's business. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and when I was, I mean, I was. Was, I, everyone thought I was shy growing up. Yeah. Which is because I just knew my place. I parents to like, don't do that. Like, that's inappropriate. Yeah. And so I just, like, didn't ever know what I could talk about. Yeah. And then so my parents like, you like, you talk a lot. I'm like, yeah, because I listened for the first 20 years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's my turn. <laughs> so do you have any recommendations for anyone getting into modeling? Like, what they should expect? Kind of time commitments? Uh, oh, things like that. Yeah. Okay, so, um... What to expect. I think, first off, if you do want to delve into it, um, there's a lot of practicing involved. Like, I know when I first um, started, it was a lot of just walking back and forth in my, like, in my house, playing the music, um, also uh, creating my own, like, um, digitals, and then afterwards... Um, do some research, but be really safe about it. Like, um, where is this casting? For example, if you're going to look up a casting, right. where is it going to be located? Um, do your friends and family know? And um, what do you call it? Also be aware of... Um, you, you, this does take time, and people who are yeah. there take you as a professional, so you also should be delivering that kind of, you know, um, persona when you're there. And I guess what else could I say in terms of what to expect? Um, don't expect everyone to kind of like your look also, but don't be disheartened by that. Right. Um, I feel like a lot of us have like rear view, uh, syn- you know that rear view mirror syndrome? Yeah. Kind of tendency to look back on your limitations, but you have to kind of think past that, think past rejection, um, and sort of just learn from it, I would say. Um, yeah, just don't be disheartened because somebody who doesn't like your look, you know, there's bound to be somebody out there who's, like, looking for your kind of beauty. It looks super helpful. There's plenty of people out there who want to be, like, Instagram models or whatnot. Yes. And I have some friends who have been very successful recently about kind of building their brand. It's going really yeah. well for them. And then other that have been building it for a while. But I think there's a lot of people out there just... It's easy to make fun of, right, on Instagram, of, like, people who want to be Instagram models. Uh-huh. The ongoing joke is, you delete Instagram, boom, you're no longer a model, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it, it, it's just, for me, it's it's cool to just kind of think of the perspective of taking it very professionally and why you're there. Yeah. Not just because you can, your boyfriend can say he's dating a model, you know? I know. <laughs> 
Because, like, I used to I used to play that card. Like, I used to work for Diageo yes. as a Captain Morgan, right? Yeah. And so, by definition, I was hired as a model, right? But I just oh. went around, like, served alcohol to people right. for samples. And so, I would tell it to people, like, I'm actually a model. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you got the title for it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it counts. It definitely counts. But, yeah. So, anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off? Oh, okay. Well, um, just keep on, um, if you do want to be a model and kind of just keep trying, it's a very, very, um, it's a very good thing. Uh, take each experience and learn from it and just be appreciative of what you, you're given, you know? Opportunities don't come for everyone. Um, so just take it while you can. Um, and just continue being positive about the experiences you have and the people you meet with. So yeah, um, I feel like also time management and balancing. You know, you there. it is possible to balance like your dreams along in conjunction with like reality and what you do. So um, don't ever feel like, you know, everything's just set in stone. And feel free to like express yourself, express your artistry and creativity and just kind of flow along with life, you know? Awesome, the sign up there. Okay, awesome. So this was a really fun conversation for me, actually. Um, obviously, we both had a good time. We had a good conversation before and after the recording. But the best part is she's actually motivated me to get back into modeling myself. Actually, as I'm publishing this episode, I will be packing up and heading down to Water Tower Place to try out for the Chicago Bar Fashion Week male trials for modeling. So wish me luck and hope you enjoy this great conversation with Jessica Lordizabal. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. (laughs) At Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They're also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.